All right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday, December 21st edition of the AM show hosted live on the Alpha Mint Discord as well as YouTube and Twitch. Um, thank you so much for tuning in this morning. We have a really good show prepared for you. I apologize for the confusion. We did originally have um, some folks from Zen Ledger going to tune in and uh, and give us the whole tax rundown on crypto and NFTs as there's you know a lot of confusion. The year is coming to a close and we uh, you know we do have some stuff to figure out um, but unfortunately it was not meant to be this morning so we're going to reschedule with them and uh, we will let you know ahead of time when it will be it sounds like it likely won't be on the am show that way we can kind of split it up and, and have a whole segment dedicated to them and uh, and we can continue to just do the am show as uh, as the news and the projects talk so uh, yeah thank you for your patience on that and with our audio uh, technical difficulties I am your host r2d gen and as always join with free market capitalists. Hey now. Good morning. How are you doing today? How is uh how is your Monday morning? Uh it's going really great today. I am pumped on this cool man's drop. Uh we talk about whether art is gonna live up to the sneak peeks and wow. So yeah, I'm I'm all pumped on that. I can't wait to talk about it later in the show. Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm feeling good that I didn't end up selling any of mine pre-reveal. Now, obviously, I could have sold it for a much higher than the floor is right now. But um, as we're going to talk about, floor um, is a bit of an illusion. And there seems to be a trend going on with some projects that uh, the floor isn't telling most of the story anymore. Uh, so we'll get into that in a little bit. And, uh, you know, we got some other stuff that we're going to talk about, too. If you're good with it, we could just jump right into the crypto markets. Let's do it. How's that Bitcoin? Let's do it. Um, Bitcoin, Ethereum, having a bit of a day. Looks like we're um, maybe seeing a little bit of a rebound. I don't want to call it just yet, but Bitcoin is uh, pushing back towards that $50,000 mark. Ethereum has rebroken the $4,000 uh, mark and they're kind of sitting pretty. Um, you know, they are back up about six, seven percent on the week. And, um, you know, it's it's we're not out of the woods yet. But uh, last year, right around Christmas time was when the uh, the bull market started for Bitcoin and uh, it just continued to be all time highs. I think it actually hit twenty five thousand for the first time on December 25th and then continued to run up a bit. Uh, so. I don't know if uh, history is going to repeat itself or even rhyme, but uh, might be some some encouraging signs there. What do you think? Markets like to do what they do when people don't think they're going to do them. So when everybody thinks the market's going to do one thing, it doesn't do it. It does the opposite. Right. And right now it's just consolidating. I don't know what's going to get us to not believing it's going to go up. There's two ways you can get there. You can just go sideways for so long. People get bored and start focusing on other things like JPEGs. Or it has a quick, violent dip, which we call a shakeout, uh, that gets a lot of over-levered people and, and paper hands out. And then it quickly reverses the other way before they can hop back on the not train. Not unlike what we had about two weeks ago. Right. And and that's the thing. Like we've we've had how many shakeouts at this point? It's just crypto is very violent. We don't know uh, when uh, it's finally going to turn around. But that's that's kind of what you're watching for. You want things are going to happen when nobody believes it's going to happen. So we either need consolidation sideways or a quick dip. We are having both of those things. So just a matter of time. 
Yeah, you don't really get to just go up and to the right indefinitely. You get some of those um, corrections and people taking profit, uh, changing their positions around. And yeah, a lot of it, like you said, is uh, it's centered around margin trading and who's over leveraged and, uh, you know, those positions getting liquidated. And sometimes it happens uh, quickly and violently. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good sign. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see it bounce around between like a 10% range over the next few weeks maybe well especially now that everybody when they get home for christmas isn't going to be telling their family to buy as they're still underwater from thanksgiving so i think there may be uh, less crypto talk at the holiday <laughs> a lot of uh, embarrassed dgens sitting across the table from aunt liz who just uh, lost 30 percent of her portfolio what is this ohm rebasing why does it keep rebasing Explain you told me basing. You told me I was going to make a hundred percent. Man. Well. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, but uh still uh still nothing to to panic about. And of course, as these uh Ethereum kind of trades in that range, good for NFTs too. Uh people like spending their ETH when it's not going dramatically up or down in value. So um, maybe some exciting times ahead for us, and it still feels pretty good. Uh, let's talk news real quick. Um, just a, a little bit of a wallet analysis. Despite rising adoption, twenty percent or twenty-seven percent of Bitcoin supply is held in ten thousand wallets. Uh, that hasn't deterred investors. Some thirty billion dollars poured into the space in twenty twenty-one, more than all previous years combined. That number seems low, um, but uh, you know. I think this headline is supposed to sound shocking, like 20, 27% of the supply is held by this group of people. But uh, I mean, when you compare it to, to fiat currency, where they say, you know, the richest 1% holds, you know, 95% of the world's wealth, um, you know, that's, it feels like this is pretty even distribution so far. So far, it takes time to get there. Eventually, everything will funnel up to the wealthy as, the, you know, resources go to uh the most efficient places. And those are the ruthless uh, capitalists at the top of the game. It's a yeah. shame, but you know, enjoy it while the party lasts. It's, um, it's hard to, the other thing is we don't know how many of those wallets are dead wallets. Like, does that include Satoshi's 1 million coins that he has that, um, you know, if, unless Craig Wright ever decides to move them are going to be gone forever. Um, that's a joke, by the way, he is not Satoshi, but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the 5% of the supply is in a wallet that, um, we all believe is never going to, uh, to be active again. I think it would be very bad for Bitcoin if it was, to be honest with you. And that is the uh, utility of Bitcoin. Uh, Cobain just laid it out. There is a wallet that is never going to be used. Just the one. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> all right. There's many. There's yeah, no, there's there's a ton of supply that's locked uh, in forever. Like, what was that three hundred million dollars in Bitcoin sitting in um, a landfill somewhere in the UK that that guy, that poor guy, uh, has been searching for for the past four years? And he will uh, the rest of his life. So, oh God, what a what an awful way to end up living. Like, I feel for him. That's uh, an incredible amount of money. And you know, as time goes on, it's probably just going to be more and more um, hard to move past it. But uh, but yeah. Um, Binance is uh, signing an agreement with Dubai Authority to establish Crypto Hub. Crypto exchange Binance has uh, signed a memorandum of understanding with the Dubai World Trade Center Authority. Uh, I don't have much color on this, but, uh, you know, not surprising to see Dubai uh, 
continuing to pile wealth into its uh, its uh, city. I keep seeing uh, Colby and a bunch of people just hanging out in Dubai recently. I feel like they're courting the entire crypto world. And I think you and I talk about this all the time. All the time. It's something it's no, I just mean it's something that established governments probably look at and go, the only reason we should make concessions to cryptos because these very large entities will move elsewhere. And this is the future of technology. People talk about what natural resource is does america you know have or put out most and that's technology it's that silicon valley is our entire economy and that's switching over to crypto now for us to alienate crypto companies and what's amazing is such a large swath of these companies exist in new york and new york has some of the strictest crypto laws in the world we can't access most chains and most exchanges and do governments, you know, look at somewhere like Dubai, who's obviously courting these companies and these people? And does it give them any concern? I'm sure they laugh at it in public, but it is uh, it's what I believe a lot of crypto crypto natives are nomads and they will happily go where they are treated the best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and that that kind of just goes in with the theory, you know, that Bology talks about is um, you know your your nation state is going to be digital, not physical, um, and and you know the apart from the pressure that you could put on like or or with your votes and stuff like that, the big pressure will come from other governments, um, you know, adopting these policies and like like we kind of mentioned before, it's just the the dominoes start falling, and eventually everybody has to keep up. Yep. Um, last but not least, Cash App is doing a $500,000 in Bitcoin giveaway with Gwyneth Paltrow. Not sure if this is a top signal or not, but uh, uh, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow and Cash App giving away a half a million dollars in Bitcoin is a advertisement campaign. Um, just uh, another in the long list of celebrities that are uh, jumping on this bandwagon and we'll see how long it lasts for. Apparently, though, I, you didn't read the fine print. It is a crypto gift certificate to the Goop website. So you can really <laughs> only buy things from Goop, which is Perfect. Gwyneth Paltrow's website where you can buy such things as Yoni candles. You go you go Google that now, kids. That's not actually true, though, is it? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I didn't see that. No, you didn't read the fine print. It's not true. It was a joke. And thank you for making me uh, state. No. um, It was a joke. No, I. uh, You guys might be surprised to know that I actually can't read. (laughs) (laughs) Free market Uh, tells me everything that I need to say before the show. And I just. We have an hour long call before the show. (laughs) We do our ABCs first. (laughs) What do you mean by the. Um, anyways, uh, WGMI switch to that. We'll go real quick. Uh, Rumble Kong League just absolutely crushing it in the last uh, 30 days. Just about touching a three and a half ETH floor. Uh, Neo Tokyo doing pretty well in the last week. Um, on the one day floor I saw was, uh, where did that go? Why does it change? This is why the floors are unreliable. It changes in, uh, in an instant. But um, what was the one that I mentioned in the, the pre-chat that was doing really well? Rumble Kongs, I thought. Oh, I have it pulled up here. My mistake. So Rumble Kongs there. I mean, oh, the Adidas yeah. into the metaverse. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. That I mean, a these... log. I'm looking at it now, and the floor is down to 0.8 again. 
So. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, this, I, I'm really bullish on the, and I'm very happy they've pulled back. I'm, I'm likely going to pick one up here, even as the hype. I mean, you know, look at Clonex, right? And look at the, the Nike hype that drove that up to the vials were 15E and the floor was 70. And now it's pulled back to 4.5 on Clonex and all the FIWO stuff that had jumped to 3, 4E is now at 1.5E. And these are all long-term holds. I love all these projects, but it's really, it's really just another example of why you never FOMO into things. Everything comes in. There's always trader froth that builds up towards the end of these hype cycles. We see it in every project. I mean, yeah. same yeah. playbook. Yeah, my apologies for that. Uh, WGMI was, I guess, for a very brief time saying that the floor on the end uh, of the metaverse was 1.5. So it must have been a glitch there. But I thought they had had a quite a run up, but looking pretty good um, and, and holding its uh, value pretty steadily above that 0.7 that I saw it at last. And then, as we mentioned, Rumble Kong just continuing to absolutely crush it um, up to a three and a half ETH floor. That, uh, that creator and the owner of Rumble Kongs is such a smart, savvy, and committed uh, project owner that uh, I'm not surprised they're doing well. That's a great, it's, a, it's a good project with a great community. Yeah, I mean, it, they kind of just like hit a, hit a spot where it seemed like it was like a derivative of Bored Apes, like similar art style. Um not as good in my opinion, but you could, I guess, debate it and uh, no, but they've, they've continued to work and uh, it's continuing to pay off, especially for it's the a vibe. holders. It it's is, a yeah. vibe some people identify with. And I think that's why they're doing well. You know, we're going to see so many different types of communities and these are the new social networks. We've talked about it before, but these NFTs are creating the new social clubs and social networks. And we're going to have, you know, lemons are the, the goofy have fun club and wall street Kongs are the serious project club and mice are the devs club and punks are the, you know, we have all these different uh, types of clubs out there that people can join. I, I love it. I think it's a really cool new world we are embarking on. Yep. It's the membership club, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Yesterday, we had an art blocks drop, last one of the year. Next one Oof. is going to be on January 10th, so we have a little bit of time. Uh, you Oof. weren't a huge fan of these. I think they look pretty good. The variety is good, but uh, an interesting Dutch auction took place. Um, they started at the 5 ETH floor as is tradition and drop real quick. Um, minted out at 1 ETH with quite a gas war. I guess uh, people ended up paying about 1.3 with the uh, with the gas price in there. Um, 1,000 of them and they the hype didn't last. There was some big buys on there, but the floor quickly dumped to 0.5 as people kind of realized that uh, maybe this wasn't going to be a really great mint flip for them. And uh, and yeah, here we are sitting at about, I mean, if you include in gas, more than a 50% haircut. Yeah, this is all about what sells, right? I mean, I, I actually like this art a lot too, but when you brought it up on the screen yesterday, I knew it was not going to do well. This is just not what the highfalutin art crowd is paying for right now. And maybe it will be one day. I do think it will be one day, but you got to know which art blocks to buy as a trade. And unfortunately, people tend to know that by two ETH. So very rarely do you have that situation where they get down to like, 0.25 and it's affordable to grab one and then people realize oh shit these are actually good and and they they ramp to three eth or something but hard to get those that you just got to know what you know look look at impressionist art 
Look at abstract art. Look at what sells in Sotheby's. I mean, this is good research. People talk about DYOR. Just bring up the Sotheby's homepage and look at what these people are paying millions of dollars for. And when an art blocks looks like that, go for it. That's not rocket science. Yeah. Um, I, I do believe that maybe the mint and flip ARB opportunity for art blocks is, is coming to an end. I got to believe that this was maybe even went on for a bit too long, um, especially since that uh, one last week or two weeks ago slipped uh, two weeks ago. Sorry, it slipped down to 0.25 and then just being, ended up being an absolute cook. Um, but art blocks has, has been a, a weird situation. And I, I wonder if maybe people that are minting now are, are thinking that uh not to mint and just wait for the inevitable dump as you know the 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 large sales kind of take place and then everybody else that didn't get something that is uh, is going to sell to one of the collectors just cuts their losses uh which seems to be happening i've brought up this analogy before and i think it's so pertinent i can't wait to watch it play out but there was a point when netflix was about 200 dollars a share and this was pre-split they split a bunch of times since then, so the dollar amounts don't match up. But they were about $200 a share. They were still, I want to say 90% of their revenue was coming from mail-in DVDs. If you don't remember, Netflix started as uh, you get your rentals mailed to you and you mail them back. Reed Hastings saw the future. 10% of customers had been using streaming, and he came out and announced that Netflix was pivoting really hard to streaming. Okay. Netflix fell 75% over the next month and a half. Wall Street freaked the fuck out. They were like, you're going to, you're going to torpedo 90% of your revenue to go for this pie in the sky, ridiculous idea. And that's what I think art blocks phase is in right now. It's, it was the end of a gigantic, gigantic, frothy, generative market. They announced this radical new structure, which makes no sense, especially to the traders who were banking off the ARB in these art blocks drops. And right now they look like fools. Everyone's like, ha, market was right. You guys are idiots, blah, 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 blah. You will see. This will play out in a very similar situation to Netflix and art blocks will be a preeminent property in uh in fine art outside of nfts within this decade to the point where i think fidenzas are going to go for 20 uh, 10 and 20 million dollars yeah no problem I, I i could easily see that happening too especially as time passes and they become more and more historic and more and more scarce as you know some people load up on these and um aren't actively trying to flip them hapori's uh, will go for millions of dollars record, <laughs> i you laugh record this Record this. Play it we back. We are recording in two years. this. Good news. This will be uh, recorded. And Play it back in two years. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I, I have a long list of like remind me's for like two and five years. I'm gonna be calling you in about twenty years and say ha. But uh, no, I, I I agree. Actually, I I think these geometries look really good. Um, they are in my kind of like wheelhouse of art style, like very glitchy digital some of them were going for five and a half ETH, four ETH. uh i think it was punk six five two nine was aping into them like i said you're always gonna find 11 or 12 of them yeah you're always gonna find a collector that loves every art blocks drop it's just about whether you get that pranksy influencer pump and there's a very specific type that does that so 
Yeah. Yeah, it looks like some people made some money on these, but it definitely wasn't. Sure, uh, sure. Hey, you pull a rare, you're gonna, you'll probably make money on any art blocks drop. But what it, what drop isn't that true about? And it's not easy. Yep. Very true. Um, all right. I think we can uh, chill out on the art blocks conversation. As I said, January 10th is going to be the next one. So it looks like they're taking my math serves me correctly about. See you next off. year, guys. Yep. See you next year. Uh, at the Christmas. end of the 2021 era. Um, couple projects uh, that we kind of uh, caught our radar. You have some color on this PX quest uh, that was Ooh, mentioned. Um, some pixel art, some Pretty detailed, uh, well-animated pixel art, it seems like, is is kind of floating around. And are they in their pre-sale launch right now? Okay, so people ask me two questions a lot. One, how do you find good projects early? And the answer to that is the Moon Lounge. There's no other way to answer that. The other question I'm asked a lot is how do you tell a good price? You know, I have old friends just getting into NFTs. They'll drop me a discord. It has a hundred thousand people in it. It looks like the hypest drop of all time. They don't know anything about NFTs. I look at it. I'm like, I have never heard of this, but what is this? What is going on? Right? Well, how do you tell a good project? Well, go to the Pixel Quest Discord, which you cannot now because they are only letting people in in 20 minute and one hour spurts. So go follow their Twitter. We will drop the link in the general and the AM, AM chat. Turn on notifications because it's a locked Discord. You cannot invite people in. But when you look at that sidebar, it's Kongs and mice and not just any Kongs and mice, known ones, known devs. Like there is so much heat behind this project. You know, it's going to do well. These are the ones where I'm not I'm not worried about going into that discord and committing time to try to get on the whitelist. If I don't. OK, sucks. I lost. But those are the ones you devote your time. You don't go chasing down House of Goblins, okay, because they're dangling tokens in front of you or these other projects, <laughs> which you could tell on its face are absolute dog shit. This is run by T, who is a very, very well-known Kong. I don't want to say run by. He may not be an actual creator. He is an advisor on the base, all in this project. The art looks amazing. This looks like a game that has been Put a ton of care has been put into this. This looks like it has, it's going to have a workable UI, like movable characters, not just stake and or what, whatever, but it will have that component as well. There is, again, this is like, there's all I can say now is watch the Twitter and wait for them to open the Discord and try to get in there as, uh, as much as possible. But this is one of my big projects to watch coming up. Yeah, we should try and uh, reach out to them and see if we can uh, get them on to talk about it. It yeah, actually I, looks we will. really good. Like it just mm-hmm. it looks so clean, uh, yep. so much variety in it, and I'm interested to learn more about the game as well. So exciting yeah. stuff there. Yeah, it looks hot. Um, the other thing that popped up was uh, Lucky Zero's NFT. Um, literally, just I think found this before. Um, but for the show, we just had popped up on our radar and we started talking about it and, you know, thought, why not, why not uh, give it a bit of a shout out? But this is a collection of um, 
8,888. I believe the mint price is 0.06, so pretty reasonably priced. Uh, we are in, I think, pre-sale right now. I don't even know what the pre-sale looks like and how they got into it. As I said, we just stumbled across this, um, but it's doing it for a day. Uh, and then the um, public sale will be taking place. Free market just dropped um, uh, a preview in the AM show chat. But I got to say, like with the... The trend of like cute profile pictures, you know, we had little lemons, um, we had the alien friends, and uh, and now the uh, the species. These kind of fit the bill, but uh, with the added benefit of being pretty high quality rendered 3D art. So uh, I'm going to be watching this and see if there's some kind of, um, you know, maybe some clone X slash uh, cute profile picture hype that kind of surrounds it. Uh, 8,888, not the worst supply, pretty reasonable mint price. And um, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be maybe one to watch out for. Maybe if I feel like avoiding a gas war, if it looks like it's going to be there, I'll pick some up on the secondary after the or during the uh, pre-sale um, uh, kind of trading. But uh, what's your take on these? You've uh, you probably spent about as much time as I have looking at them. Yeah, so I want to shout out the Kaijus and Homster who dropped this in the Kaiju Alpha. Just, you know, you got to buy a Kaiju and get in there. The community is fabulous, but they were dropping these pictures. And, you know, it's very interesting to me when a project which, and this doesn't seem on purpose, they fit the perfect two metas of the moment, which is 3D as Clonex and Metabulls and all these other products. Yeah, my Pet Hooligans. Uh, my yeah. Pet Hooligans. I mean, yep. we're ushering in a new era of 3D PFPs. And we just had the week of cute between Lemon Friends and Alien Friends and now the species, which we're going to talk about in a minute. This is like combining the two trends, not on purpose, in a brilliant way. And this is how Humster kind of told me about it. It's 3D cute art. This is a newly formed studio uh, with a great, well-made looking website that seems to have big plans for the, sp- for the future. Uh, where he even said to me, I'm not sure if this is going to be like a fast mint out. It could be a slower sale and people can mint up to 10. Now, I just told you everything I like about this project. What I don't like, it's a 0.06 mint price. OK, now there's no volume on the secondary. We don't even know if this project is going to mint out. And there's a limit of 10. So this isn't something I'm telling you to go in and max mint right now because you may just drop six ETH and these things never even get discovered or bought. And it's just a pretty little picture and you're hidden. But at Wait, the same, sorry, is it 0.6 ETH or 0.06? But there's a 10 max. So if oh, you oh, got so 10... Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. If you no, bought no, 10... Okay. I was like, six you. ETH? I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> never mind. Uh, it, right. So... I this is very reminiscent to a lot of mints where I feel like there's so much there. They didn't have the right marketing, it seems, because I didn't really know about it. Not a lot of people I saw were talking about it outside of the Kaiju chat. And it could be one of those slow mints that doesn't it's not minting out. All of a sudden, some influencer discovers it, tweets it out. And then those last three thousand go in a gas war or or something like that. So I'm probably going to mint a couple. But I would advise most people if if this you know, these are not cheap. We know that cheap right now is 0.02 to 0.04 and expensive is 0.08 and above. So these are in a weird price point. It's it would be hard to say go ape 10 if we don't know they're going to sell out. But I'm definitely willing to take a gamble on a couple because they look great. 
Yeah, they do look really good. And uh, just for some context right now, there's about 230 minted of them. So they are not flying off the shelves um, for the pre-sale. But as I said, you know, this was a last minute thing that we're going to look into a little bit more. And uh, but we just wanted to share it with you guys. And to, let me tell you, watch. let me tell you why you don't rush. OK, there's been two mints recently. Rusty Hogs and Ronin Cats both have failed pretty miserably since then. But one thing they did to try to respond to what was happening was either lower their price or low. The reason you don't just rush in, especially when there's no volume, because even if you see that volume pick up, you'll be able to get in quick before the gas war happens. You just have to be watching closely. You can't step away for a minute. But it, you know, that that's really just your biggest consideration here. So we, we like this project a lot and uh, we'll probably mint a couple. But if you are not liquid, you better watch that volume and not be too uh, eager because you never know. Maybe it doesn't mint. They say we're going to do a 5000 supply and cut the price to 0.03. They do that. I'm Ape and 10. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they just uh, yeah. It, it did come across, and immediately we both went, "Hmm, like this seems to yeah. seems to fit a, a couple of metas that are um, are going on right now, and you know maybe there's some kind of big convergence with them, or if not, um, you know play that play it conservatively at least." And I'm going to try to get them on the show, so we'll see. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hopefully, more we can uh, we can talk with them. Yeah, no, I'd love to learn more about it too. It yeah. looks like it's at least quality. The the animations mm-hmm. and the renders look really. It has nice. good uh, textures. You know, you know, it's good three D yeah. when you zoom in and you see those textures, right? Like like uh, to- uh, croaks, great textures. Yeah, good point. Croaks did mm-hmm. look great. Mm-hmm. How are they doing these days? I haven't. Mm. Nah, too okay. hyped. Too much hype yeah. pulled forward, and I don't know. While they looked great, the ones people point out, I do think a lot of the floors look similar or just just underwhelming, even though they they ha- they looked very quality. Yeah, it's something about the something about the frogs um, or so the toads um, uh, derivatives that just never seem to uh, to carry, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Which one of them have worked? I, you know, my my baby is Creature Toads, who I'm hoping to nurse back to its 0.4 floor. That it's a, when I see the L's people are taking in Creature Toads, it blows my mind because people completely dismiss that project. It's at literally a zero floor half the time as people tax harvest and it's like I, you know, whatever. People were paying literally point like six and seven for just. Ram floors during that hype launch. Crazy. Yeah, sorry. And I just found the page. Croaks is sitting at 0.08. 2,500 volume traded, though. I, well, that was, I mean, there is so much danger in bringing too much of your hype forward. It's because once you get that, you know. 40 ETH sales on this. Oh, my God. Wow. 40 ETH? Yeah, two of them sold for 40. I didn't even realize that. I knew that they were going for a lot, the the higher end ones, but those are that's those are big big prices. Well, you just made me want to go pick up two floors. You know, people that spend forty ETH on a picture, they 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 don't let that project fail. It's like hedge funds <laughs> that get into a company. If that thing starts going south, they're gonna hostile take over that shit. They're not losing their money. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, crazy. Anyways, uh, that was a bit of a sidebar, but um, yeah, Lucky Zero is going to be looking out for that and watch. And like, like I said, just for some context, the the minting is not going incredibly fast. Since I last mentioned two thirty, like only sixteen have been minted. Um, but we'll we'll see where they get to. They could pick up steam, and like you said, all it takes is one um, influencer or well known collector to uh, set off a whale watching bot, and uh, things really start picking up from there. Uh, I. Let's let's just get into the uh, the bulk of the conversation that we wanted to have today. Uh, cool man's universe. The species did reveal last night, um, and I think everybody was pleasantly surprised with what popped out of these. Um, definitely a different vibe. It's got you know it's got the cute vibe, a little bit of uh, cool cats, but um, some really varying traits. A lot of like things that really make certain ones look different um and there was a lot of like oh that looks rare oh that looks rare like oh that one looks really good and then they turn out to be floors but um i think a a lot like the lemon friends they kind of just all look really good the price action has been very strange right now it's sitting at about 0.187 that is down from the pre-reveal of uh high of about 0.33 the trading was uh was doing really well pre-reveal it took a sharp dive down after reveal to about 0.13 and has since bounced back um but as we talk about a lot the floor can be a little bit of an illusion uh and this is one of those projects that i think is is uh very indicative of that if you go into the activity um listings like the sales are all over the place i gotta say even uh, a couple of mine that i pulled um that certainly aren't going to be uh you know pulling in any huge sales um they looked pretty plain in terms of their rarity traits but uh, i was getting weth offers for like 0.3 eth on one that was like literally just the body with an orange hat and it looked super clean i was really impressed with the art style of it but uh to to get an offer that was like you know 70 75 above floor um it really kind of uh, uh set off some alarms for me and I, I think that people just like these they're constantly going for 0. 0.27 0. 0.45 0. 0.22 and uh and some really weird rarity trait uh um you know theories as you've uh, as you pointed out yeah this is a bizarre collection in the absolutely best way i i feel a little bad for alien friends because they see they feel a little similar and cool man certainly looks like it stole a lot of the the thunder there these are phenomenal i want to shout out hologram because he said these are the next doodles in the D-Gen dojo. When he said that, it just like snapped in my head. Like, holy shit. Yeah, these, this art is as good as doodles. And all, almost all of them look amazing. The, the floors are fabulous. And this is one of the most upside down on top of your head rarity schemes I have ever seen. Now, all the, let's call them semi-rares let's talk about things that are like uh 200 or 300 to 1000 they all look next level amazing and all of them are part of groups of traits that maybe only have five to ten of each trait in the collection so this has caused an interesting thing where a lot of people thought they got super rare 
species yesterday, but because you have maybe a hundred or 200 traits that only have five or 10, uh, 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 present themselves five or 10 times in the collection, it makes rares not rare, right? So when you saw what was selling for one, two, and four ETH uh, yesterday, it was these very weird, all, like one-off, one-of-ones that I got to say, I hated 99% of them compared to these quote-unquote semi-rares. Now, what does this do? As a, as a normal NFT trader and analyst, it throws everything on the head. You don't know what to do. Like you thought you got something great and now you didn't. You're a little grumpy. But how great is this for mass appeal? that now a very large swath of wealthy people, as these get above 1E, which I really think they will. I think these are a hold. I I fell in love with my species. I think they're fabulous. I love the traits. I love how they look. And as these get over 1E, you're going to have a lot of great options to choose from that are kind of rare, not common, and look like fucking super rare species. I think that's a very interesting move in a collection that isn't going to present the normal arbitrage opportunities for most people who are used to this early on, but over time really become a force and has presented itself in a very different way. I mean, look at Cool Man Coffee Dan, 2.5 million followers on Instagram. He knocked it out of the park with this art. The only thing they were missing was like he wasn't an NFT insider. He's coming from the outside in regards to this project. And honestly, I didn't know what to think of this project early on. I knew he had a very large following. And just another huge shout out to Jake Udell and Metalink Labs, who is going to be Metalink very soon. Um, They threw us these whitelist spots and were like, you got to watch this project. And to their credit, wow. Uh, And thank you again, Jake, for those. But these are just their next level. I love them. I do think they're a hold. I think the floor is not reflecting uh, the potential here. And I am just amazed at the quality of projects. We've gotten what feels like back to back in the last week or two. And I think next year, when that frothy volume comes back for a plethora of reasons in the first and second quarter, these type of projects are going to become the new elites, whether we're talking about Little Lemon Friends, Cool Mans, The Littles. There's been quite a few, I think, that have dropped in this semi-bear market, this this thing that's both a bull and a bear at the same time that, uh, you know, next year when volume comes back, I think it's going to get pretty frothy in some of these names we like. Yeah, I think there's some interesting um, um, uh, things that might end up coming to play here as well. As you said, you know, he is somebody that has a very large Instagram following. Two and a half million uh, followers on Instagram is not nothing for sure. But we also talk pretty frequently about how um, anti-NFTs basically anywhere outside of Twitter is uh, viewed as a scam and blah, blah, blah. But you know, eventually it starts to leak over. Eventually it, you know, is is put in front of people's faces so often that it just becomes access, uh, you know, accessible and acceptable. Um, that happened with Bitcoin over the last four years. Uh, Bitcoin was in the exact same place that NFTs were in um, in 2017. They were a joke. They were a meme. It was funny. Like, oh, you have Bitcoin like weirdo, you know, um, if NFTs continue the way that 
Bitcoin did on Instagram and more traditional social medias uh, other than Twitter, um, they're going to be big. Uh, and somebody with a following that size on Instagram who, you know, if you have two and a half million people following you, you probably have a lot of true fans. Um, they're going to want these. There's only 10,000 of them. Uh, they're and already cooking. Point, yeah. Can I yeah. point out there's also 4,600 owners in a 10,000 collection already? That's yeah. really good parity. Well, that was the, you know, the result of um, a two max mint for presale and almost selling out during the presale, right? Like the mm -hmm. distribution was just great on it. Uh, most people that have uh, wanted to trade have probably taken that opportunity even either when the uh the the floor price of the pre-reveal was three four times the mint price or now that they've revealed and everyone's decided what they've liked um but i i, I am interested to see you know once platforms like instagram start to just accept the fact that nfts are real or like um, imagine if instagram starts integrating nft verification um you know, holy shit. But, you know, somebody with that amount of followers on that kind of platform is going to have a big pull eventually, maybe not right now. Um, but, you know, combined with the fact that you said the rarities are all over the place, um, the floors look just as good, if not better than some of these like quote unquote rare ones that are being sold. And, you know, there's been sales upwards of uh, three, three and a half, two and a half, three ETH, et cetera, et cetera. Um, People want profile pictures that uh, give them a unique identity. We say this time and time and time again. Um, you know, when you have 9,000 floor items that kind of all look the same and there's no differentiation between them, people don't want to rock that as a profile picture because they're no different than the other 8,999 people that might be doing the same thing. These, on the other hand, are unique. You know, people want to feel unique. They want to feel like they stand out from everybody else. They want to be recognizable. Um, I think these. Uh, I think these hit the nail right on the head. Like it, it, the different colors, the different shapes, the different traits. Even the ones <clears throat> without a lot of traits look super clean. And uh, mm -hmm. I was fully prepared to uh, maybe have to sell these when I got home. Um, I'm glad that I wasn't around because now that they've revealed, I kind of just want to hold them. I think there's one or two of the four that I have that I would be okay with selling if the price gets pretty favorable for me. But there's a couple in here that I, I want to hold. Like I, I actually want to hold for a while because I just feel like there's something uh, they have that, uh, as, as Josh said yesterday, the uh, Dorito spice. Yeah, I I minted a semi-rare. I'll drop it uh, in the AM show chat now. And I instantly listed it for five. Like, oh, you know, maybe I'll get one of these like hype FOMO uh, rare purchases if this thing gets really frothy uh, into the hype. But honestly, as I just sat there looking at the collection, instead of trying to sell my rare or whatever, I ended up buying two more I liked and delisting my rare. So that's how I feel about Cool Man Coffee Dan. And I, I do think it has doodle-like potential. It just didn't have that type of influencer support ahead of the launch as he comes from an outside world. And it's so funny because R2 has been talking about Instagram. And, and it's so true about how this is a picture-centric platform that is a NFT averse, right? And Instagram has actually been reported as now looking to integrate NFTs into their platform, well, uh, which would be gigantic, them. right? The, the owner of Meta 
Yeah, uh, the as, company that just changed their name to Meta <laughs> and is pointing twenty billion dollars a year at developing the metaverse. I mean, how does that not? How I is thought, Instagram not the no? I'm surprised that Instagram isn't the native platform for NFTs already. Um, like it seems like it was just an absolute no brainer that the like the people on Instagram would just get NFTs. Um, so, but lo and behold, I was wrong. I did a small experiment. And mind you, I do not have a lot of uh, followers on Instagram. It's a private account. I was only using it for, you know, friends and, and family and stuff. But I changed it to an NFT and I put up a post and I said, I is lemon now. And I just <laughs> I wanted to see the reaction. And again, I'm not popular. So I got like, you know, no, barely any comments, two comments uh, from one from bread, formerly of clouded ones and one from uh Wendy. And of course, they are, you know, those are the only two people who even know what an NFT is on Instagram and whatever. But I'll tell you another cool story. So remember, we bought uh, Lemon Whale the other day. Well, I bought FMC. I was telling you, I bought FMC.eth and I bought Panushi. Dot eth for my partner, Panushi, because Panushi was like, didn't you, did you ever own FMC? And I was like, no. So I went and saw it and it was there and I bought it. You guys got to get these ENS names. I think they are going to be the hottest properties out there. And a uh, shout out to Panushi for reminding me of that. But yeah, <laughs> sorry. Back to the tangent. No, I, I was going to say you were talking about your Instagram account and doing a little bit of oh, right. yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, an experiment on there. And then um, I was like, yeah, I do actually have an Instagram account that has about 16,000 followers on it. Nothing to do with crypto or NFTs. Um, but uh, I would be willing to bet if I started mentioning NFTs like on stories and stuff like that. Now, keep in mind, I haven't used the account very often in the last year. Um, I, I would be willing to bet I would instantly lose probably two or 3,000 followers. Like it would just be an instant dump. <laughs> I hear an experiment coming. I mean, I wouldn't be that upset to do it. Like I said, I don't <laughs> use it. I haven't monetized it. It's not like it's a revenue stream for me or anything like that. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll hum and haw and, and just uh, see if... Um, See see how we can do it creatively, but uh, yeah, maybe digging, there's something there. I am digging Panucci's PFP today too. Wow. Yeah, I actually just saw that. What is that? Huh? I'm gonna have to find out. I'm gonna ask after the show. I will do intel after the show and get back to everybody. Uh, I know I was shown the artist, but I have to do uh, my research. But yes, uh, species. We love yeah, the so I I think we could wrap up the species talk. I think there's cool. going to be more to talk about. I I do think that um this this point one eight point one nine floor that it's sitting at right now might be even like a little bit of a low. Uh, I'm getting a lot of lemon vibes there, where it seems like things are just kind of coiling up. Um, and something big could happen. Well, I have no inside information to this, but you know that second that um, a Vincent Van Doe buys his forever speci or something, right? Like, uh, I think you could see a little bit of a takeoff, especially with that really, really wide owner distribution. I'm going to be watching it really closely and uh, definitely delisted the ones I have. There's accumulation under the surface. It's one of these things where we talk about all the time. Floor isn't reflecting what's being accumulated under the surface. And eventually, just like lemons, a supply crisis will brew. And if it gets a mini hype cycle, you'll see uh, you'll see a Pam. 
Yeah, Carson in the chat is saying the only thing that concerns me is like 25% of them are listed. Uh, that might be true. I will. Well, it is true. Sorry, I'm not uh, not doubting that. But uh, I don't know what the distribution is. Like Free Market said, he just put one up for 5 ETH just to see. I actually quite frequently do that on reveals too. Um, I'll just throw one up for like 1.5 ETH, 2 ETH, 3 ETH, just in case like somebody is getting frisky on a trade or something like that. Um, and if it hits, it hits. And if not, it's delisted in 24 hours. I set the timer on it. Uh, so I, I don't know. Um, let me just check and see like what the uh, the floor to like 0.5 is on it. Because um, if you can sell a rare at an inflated price right on drop and you rolled all that money into a floor and then the floor pammed, you could probably buy that rare back and have ETH. <laughs> left yeah. over in your wallet. You know so the I majority mean? of them that are listed are um, between this like kind of 0.2 and 0.5 floor. Uh, 0.5 is just an arbitrary number that I picked up. But um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, once uh, once the ball starts rolling and you see not a lot of listings, but sales volume get really high, people are very, very inclined to delist quickly too. Uh, so, you know, those, those walls can be a little bit of an illusion. And I can promise you that, you know, if, if this thing started just ripping to 0.25, uh, starts getting towards 0.3, you're going to see a lot of people between that 0.3 and 0.5 start to delist as they look for like maybe a really, really rapid pump. So who knows? I mean, that's just my theory behind it. Um, and I, I just think that this is, uh, I think it looks really good. I was really, really impressed by them. Um, and I do just want to say like, sure, we did get some whitelist spots given to us, uh, you know, Jake's a Jake's a great guy. He's got a lot of good things on the go, but uh, I think that we're both in agreement that you know if these all revealed and they didn't look good, we would we'd say it too, right? Like it's we're not, traders uh, here. We would have we would have happily flipped, but we kept doing our own research into it. The previews just looked bad. I even said I was like, man, if these can match the previews I've seen, and so many of them do. Like you're worried, it's like, oh, those are the ten rares that that, that they showed you. But man, which just, does it, happen for sure. It, yeah, all the get, time, you get the yeah. the eight best of the best that they've dropped and sneak peeks, and then after that, you look at them and go, oh, those were the only eight good ones in the collection. I'm not sure that that's the case here. So, uh, so yeah, definitely looking forward to that. On that note, if there's nothing else you want to talk about uh, before we start doing the Q&A session, I think I'm pretty comfortable with people putting their hands up if you are as well. Yeah, let's get to it. Yeah, I'm just going to set the uh, Discord up so that I can, you know, feed the audio in through that. Um, while I'm doing so, I just wanted to mention that uh, I think we have about 27 passes left in the uh, the Alpha Mint uh, Wave 3. Wow. Um, so, yeah, we, we've had a very, very good run at the end of this year of selling, you know, almost three waves out and uh, looking forward to welcoming some new members in. So if any of you are on the fence about joining or just waiting, by all means, shoot me or Free Market or, or Maz, any of the team, any of the mods, they'd be more than happy to, uh, to give you the case as to why you should... Um, should join up and you know if i'm being honest with you like between lemons alien friends and um uh and now the uh the species the cool man's universe uh you know we've we've had a lot of success and we we say it a lot like you see on twitter it's like bull market bear market i don't know feels pretty bearish feels pretty bearish uh when you're in in here and uh and celebrating some of these wins this isn't even a shill like i mean people have been selling celebrating amazing amazing wins in the last week um it honestly just like in, in our circle here it just feels like it's a full-on bull market and it's just been amazing so uh, yeah like again we're you know only uh only a dm away you'll have to add us to, to uh the friends list first because you know you don't want to be 
um, accepting DMs from just random people. So add me as a friend uh, or add any of us as a friend and uh, feel free to come have a conversation. We'd love to love to have it with you. And I wanted to make, you know, another point about my thought process, right? Because we're all analyzing. It was such a good cook in the pre-sale. Like you could have happily taken your your 0.5 E and, and gone on your merry way if you had minted in the pre-sale. But as, of course, the reveal was stunning, and then you start to watch the rares, which we always do. But let's talk about Psyduck, okay? Because Psyduck is like the PFP king. He owns over 100 cool cats. That's his type of art that he likes. And at 1046 last night, he bought two species for 1.5 and <clears throat> 2.66. So this isn't someone on the team. These aren't wash trades or made to look big. This is somebody who knows PFPs. He saw cool cats coming from a mile away and he's spending big money on species in and of itself. That's not a single uh, signal, but these are the type of things that I put together uh, as I look at, you know, what, what makes me want to hold a project versus flip it? Yeah, I think that's a, it's such a good point. There's there's a small list of people that you look at um, and you know that they're not just spending that amount of money to try and flip it three days later. Like this is something that they're adding to a collection and holding for a while. And, uh, um, you know, Psyduck's a good sign. Cosimo is always a good sign. Um Vincent Van Doe is always a great sign to see uh, jumping into a project. Uh, and, you know, you, you start to learn these names. and um, Like he jumped into Ghost's Pantone Life, which I wanted to touch on also uh, tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. Please tune in to our spaces for the Pantone Life launch party, which is going to be bananas. I have seen these previews. I'm over the moon. And, oh, I'm pumped. So, I, obviously, I'll be putting out information throughout the day. Uh, I'll put the spaces link as we get closer to the time. But really looking forward to that. It's a ghost in the audience right now. Yeah, it should be a great night. Um, Cass, GM, what's going on? We missed you yesterday morning. Um, um, it's been a couple of days, hasn't it? It has. Uh, I don't, what is it, Tuesday? I don't think, yeah, I, don't think I was there on Friday as well. You were late, weren't you? I don't know. You slept in. Oh, yeah, I was late. Yeah. See? Um, it's, it's that good stuff. It's, you it's got lost in the lemon patch. You've just been wandering around <laughs> the lemon patch. So high on citrus. Oh, you got to love that lemon. That, that, oh, that lemon haze. That lemon <laughs> haze. <laughs> um, <laughs> how's it going? Um, what? Couple, well, I, I wanted to ask R2 something, really. Um, are you going to go back to um, Clark Cobain? Seriously? No, no, I'm not. I, I don't think so. I, I loved the name or whatever. And since it did cross my mind when Kobe switched to it. Um, but I, I, I have no knowledge of why he ended up doing that. Obviously, he, got, um, he managed to grab a pretty valuable Twitter handle. Uh, but I suspect that there was definitely some some issues with the uh, Cobain estate for for doing it. They very deliberately never called him Crypto Cobain on any streams or podcasts that they did. So, um, you know, I, I guess I would be worried about running into issues like that too. And uh, honestly, like I'm, I, I like the name R two D Gen. No, it's still cool. It's, I, I just thought I'd ask because I, I keep hearing Clout or I keep hearing Cobain sometimes, and I think to myself, oh. 
Is he is he going to take that name back or is he no, just No, free market just uh, has a hard time. We've um yeah, we've we've known each other for quite some time. Um and uh it's just been a uh, natural for for that name to come out, so I don't even hold it against him. Or I try not to at least. Uh, that's cool, dude, man. That's cool. Both names are cool anyway. Um there was a couple of things you guys was talking about which which kind of I don't know, burnt a little fire in me, I suppose. All um, right. Inst- Instagram was one. Um I don't know if you guys have messed about with Instagram in terms of NFTs, but they're nowhere near as friendly and nowhere near as polite in terms of sharing. There's I don't some, know what it is like. There's some big NFT centric pages on Instagram. And, and it feels like even a lot of the followers and commenters on those pages are people that just want to talk shit about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, um, uh, well, I'll give you an example of what happened to myself. I, I, when I first got into the scene, I released um, a POAP with West Coast Customs, um, some of my drone art of cars facing downwards. And um, at that point, I've, I've got approximately, I haven't got much. I've got just under, well, it was over, but just under 10,000 followers on Instagram okay. for my drone art. Nice. And um, normally I would range, if I put a picture up, anywhere between 1,000 to 2,000 likes, okay? That would be the average of my Instagram following for my drone art. So I decided to put... Yeah, anything over 10% po- of your followers is a good engagement on it for sure. Well, exactly. So I was expecting the same, 1,000, 2,000, maybe, come, coming through on this NFT POAP that I was going to release. Um, and for some reason... The algorithm was wasn't the same. So after the first hour, where I would normally get about 500, 600 likes on the first hour, I was lucky to get about a hundred. Yeah. Okay? So then I thought, okay, something's up here. Let's put a promotion on. Now I've messed about with the algorithms on the promotion. I can with approximately five dollars, I can probably get, I don't know, 55, 60, 70,000 people that come through the page, which I've learned to do over a period of time, which has worked perfectly for videos. Um, so I put the promotion up and um, would you believe they stored the promotion for seven and a half hours before I canceled it? So they never even put the promotion across. Oh, which had, Yeah, which had never been, it's never happened to me before. Then I was speaking to one or two other people and this was before the whole meta uh, the whole meta announcement by facebook and um what someone from the insiders was saying was like anything nft if you mention nft on the algorithm on on um instagram they will con- they will instantly pull down your algorithm and pull down your ratings yeah i and i'm I was- not surprised by that unfortunately yeah and th- th- there was um certain people were telling me there's certain um words i should use instead of nfts like um like uh, digital assets right so there was use digital assets instead of nfts because that way the algorithm won't lock you off because you're trying to promote nfts into the space so um yeah it, it was it would be interesting to see what happens next year with instagram and with facebook in regards of promoting nfts or even just the willingness to show your NFTs, to be honest. That's why I've more or less moved away from Instagram. I mean, I, I moved away from Instagram 
before NFTs and uh, it really was just due to frustrations from the algorithm. I mean, I, I, I pretty quickly built up to 15,000 followers and then, um, the, the algorithm, like I never did any sponsored or paid things. Uh, yeah, I, I completely just got blocked out of like using hashtags or anything. Like when I used to get a reach of like 20, 30, 40,000 non followers through hashtags, I would start getting, 500 600 and i wasn't really changing anything it was a very frustrating platform to use um i'm not at all surprised um anymore that uh nfts aren't receptive there and uh to to hear that you know the algorithm is uh is cutting them out uh, honestly doesn't shock me anymore but i gotta believe that with uh you know facebook changing its name to meta and uh um, really going hard on on on, on that world that it's got to come. I, I mean, it just it has to. There's probably some opportunity to have some really successful stuff going on there, um, but I don't think it's worth the time right now. If I'm being honest with you, uh, when Howard Stern moved from Washington D.C. to New York to CBS, and they started getting the stats from Nielsen's, they found out that people who liked Howard Stern listened for an average of two hours and 17 minutes. And crazy. then they found wow. out a lot. That is crazy. For mm-hmm. me. And then they found out that people who disliked Howard Stern listened for an average of two hours and 47 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so this is exactly how you should view NFTs. All right. Instagram is going to lo- enjoy the hate. Embr- they love getting bathe in it. Sure. Oh, my God. Bathe Comments in the hate. Great. Stoke it. Stoke it. Mess with them. Play stupid. This is there's this- um, yeah. there's a very clear reason yeah. why some of the most successful Instagram or even just social media things, um, they'll make a meme and they'll have like a really atrocious spelling error in it. That's intentional. Yeah. Um, they'll say something really stupid or hot take in the captions. They'll ask mm-hmm. a really asinine question. It's not because they believe it. It's not because they want their answer to it. It's because people love pointing out spelling mistakes and they'll <laughs> go in the comments and do it. People love, clear, uh, um, you know, um, what was that saying? They say, if you ever really want to uh, get an answer to a question um, on the internet, just make a false statement and people will be real mm-hmm. quick to correct you. Yep. Um, and, and that's just, that is what it is. So yeah, I mean, things that get clicks and engagement will do really well. And I think that's why there's probably a handful of NFT pages uh, that do actually do really well is because they have so many people that every time they post, they're like, eh, NFTs are a scam. This is a right click safe, bro. I'm rich now too. And um, you know, the, the, those algorithms do love that. Human beings are like dogs. You need to get their attention with something like a squirrel. And then once you've got their attention, then you can train them. But until then, human beings are just, you know, is what it is. I love the hate on Instagram for NFTs. It is it is what keeps me obscenely bullish on the space. I I, I like it. I just don't want to try and grow. I wouldn't want to try and grow a brand in it right now. Mm-hmm. No. So, uh, Cass, I'm I'm going to invite Ecclesia up. Um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about while he's joining us? Yeah, it was just one last thing. Sure, just yeah. one last. Um, you know, you know this 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 amazing NFT project that I'm just holding my sax for. Creature uh, Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. Uh, it's it, it it could be mixed with lemon juice, but yeah, no, the whole Star Wars things. I swear to God, guys, it's starting to make me what's the word anxious. Like the last video, 
So now all of a sudden, I'm I'm scouring the floors for swamp verse. I'm scouring the floors <laughs> oh, no. in at the moment, and it's like, oh my god, what do I need to do here? So let's just, just say those were those were just the examples, my friend. Let's say no, yeah, I yeah. go by every NFT you can think of. We got big things coming. Don't say that. Okay, on that note, I'm gonna go and I'm going. to enjoy myself in the bathroom <laughs> okay imagine just imagine a kaiju in the a kaiju, a, a kaiju in the co-pilot seat with a little lemon on his shoulder going into warp speed in a galaxy far far away oh so oh, now why are you telling me this? now we're now why we're now guardians of the galaxy is going to be going after <laughs> our, us too right? Ooh, baby oh man um, uh, <laughs> I'm pumped now too. Cash, what is this project? You've gotten me excited. No, you, just, you guys have got me excited about with with the with the whole. You know what? You two, I, I will say this. I think it's you, free market. I think it was R two, and it was definitely Scotto. You guys were like the Morpheuses and the the Trinities of the Matrix, guys. <laughs> Offering me this freaking red pill and blue pill <laughs> on a post. I kid you not. And ever since that day, yeah. Hey, listen, you, you have played with my emotions, man. But it's all good because I'm here every other day. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Guys, love yeah. And um, I'll, I'll hopefully I'll see you next. I'll hopefully see you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah for sure. We'll be here. Love. Take care. Ecclesi, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. GM, how are you? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I don't have like a, too much time this morning as I'm, I'm about to pull into work, but I did want to ask a quick uh, question here for you guys. Um, you know, Divine Wolves uh, minted this morning, and I don't know if you guys already talked about it earlier on the show because I came about halfway. So if you did, I apologize. We didn't um, Divine Wolves. No. Okay. Okay. Um, but I mean, that's a, that's an NFT that got like an, an insane amount of hype, you know, right away. Um, and I think their original Twitter got to like 25 K followers or something. And then it got banned. And then right? got, yep. And got banned. And then they were right back up to 20 K like the next day, you know, hmm. when they created, when they created another account. I'm Definitely not um, sus at all. Yeah. I, not suspect yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you my followers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the I'm not I'm not doing the comparison between like Divine Wolves and Star Wolves, but like we have seen like rabid, rabid hype um through the few posts that we've done. And you know, we are like organically at what is it, almost eleven thousand followers on Twitter right now. Right. Right. And uh for them to shut like they they started after us and like I know they did some engagement techniques and stuff like that too um but they, right. they shot up to like 20k like awkwardly fast and then for it to be shut down it's their only means of communication with people um and then all of a sudden to open up a new one and just right back up to twenty five thousand feels weird to me i i am in full agreement with you and um i just was checking the floor price um you know this morning and was kind of surprised but also not surprised at the same time um, just cause it's, I mean, it's been holding around like 0.1517 yep. uh, the past like hour or and so. And some volume too. They're selling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my question is like for you guys, like, you know, what is the current state of like, you know, minting these um, 
I guess, pixel projects at the moment, just because um, I, I'm in Space Yetis. Um, and I've been there since the whole winter elves thing. And, um, I'm a pretty like high role in their discord and stuff. Um, and I, I, I do really like the project, but you know, it seemed to me that, you know, divine wolves had a lot of hype to build on and, you know, they're not doing crazy numbers. I mean, it's still, you know, a two time or almost three time, but, um, you know, what's totally your guys to me, at least I think space yet is totally like different. Space yetis, yeah. Well, you know, art aside, where I think the Divine Wolves is a little a little rough and low effort, I find the Space Yetis really high-quality pixel art. Plus, the team behind Space Yetis seems to have connections. I don't know who Divine Wolves are. I don't know if they're doxxed. I don't know if they've been in the NFT community. It just seemed like a response to wolf hype that they had seen on Twitter, kind of. And I... I don't, for Space Yetis, now you may know more than me since you've been in the Discord a lot. Weren't they working with Zero X in Arashi from, uh, from Anon Mice? And Correct, yes. He, yeah. he, is the de- he is the developer. Still? Or was there some sort of like little controversy the other day? I was so confused. I thought I, I heard something on Twitter, but, I, you know, I don't think they're even remotely comparable projects. I think it looks like it's pixel art that's failing, but it's actually poorly conceived communities, roadmaps, and game plans. Like, let's look at the last few pixel projects that fail. We're talking about Phoenixes. We're talking about Rusty Hogs. We're talking about Ronin Cats. All of these things were self-inflicted wounds that... Any, you know, and maybe they couldn't have because there wasn't actually a real project there to begin with. But any of these projects could have structured their pricing, their supply and their launch differently and probably done a lot better. That said, if your only model is breeding and token and pixel art, that's just not going to work now. You better have some sort you need to make a compelling case for why you exist. And I don't think divine wolves or any of the other pixel projects i've seen have done that like what's different that even if the art was spectacular what what is different there like everything's trying to be kaiju i don't think anything's gonna be kaiju i think kaiju is kaiju and kaiju is gonna go on a hell of a run in 2022 but all of these projects trying to be that you need to either offer something more but i think people it's so hard to quantify authenticity but people feel it like, I just think your average person feels when something is authentic and that helps sell out a project. I don't think you've had that in a lot of these pixel breeding projects recently. It's not the meta feeling. Yeah. I think it's these projects in particular. And I have I have a lot more hope. for. I'd love to be on that whitelist. I would mint some. Well, that, that's good to hear <laughs> coming from you, <laughs> FMC, because yeah. um, <laughs> you've been you've been killing it uh, the past you. you know week or two with with Clonex and obviously the lemons and everything. Thank you. Um, so th- that's good. That's good to hear that it's not you know just the the pixel meta. I guess that's no. that's failing and whatnot. It's I, I do agree. Like they, I feel like they tried to just continue with a bunch of kind of unorganic hype, and yep. I think they're kind of seeing um, kind of what it naturally what the hype naturally is. You know. I think, um, there was so, a, so I think there was a bit of a runoff too with pixel projects. Like they were kind of the uh, hot commodity for a little bit, um, a lot of successful drops. And, you know, they, even just as profile pictures, they didn't have a lot of underlying utility. Uh, you know, obviously, as Remarket said, you need to justify your existence. What are you doing outside of that? But I, I think that maybe some of the um, lull in success of this was just some of the runoff for like projects that saw 
the hype of pixel projects um started making one and maybe just didn't get them out fast enough to like hit that hype cycle um and uh and and maybe that's why there's been a couple of pretty big duds too right like they're just a little late to the party or maybe they were already producing um and then just uh you know, they launched into, you know, a, a perceived bear market combined with that, that kind of meta shift, you know, and it just kind of hit them hard. Right. So, you know, I don't think it's that all pixel projects are dead in the water. I think that any kind of real quality project with a good community can launch into any market and probably do really successful, maybe not as incredibly successful as when you're in like peak bull mode. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, if I'm looking at divine wolves um, and I'm just trying to do like a purely objective uh, view of them. And we, I think that suffers from like the Draca syndrome where it is pixel art, but they're almost too detailed. I think a lot of the details yeah. get lost in, in the actual profile picture element of them. And um, I, I think that maybe they'll suffer from that a little bit. I think if you downscale yeah. the, the base image that they use and put it into a discord profile picture, it will probably look a little messy. So that's yeah. my, 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 I agree with cents. you. Yeah. Um, just the last thing I just want to throw out there is, yeah, you know, uh, I, I do like uh, how you guys are uh, kind of endor- not endorsing uh, Space Yetis, but that you do see it as a cool project. Um, maybe just keep an eye on that. I do think uh, in Arashi, he is still the dev. I'm not sure what uh, FMC, what you saw on Twitter or anything, but I cool. did see an, an announcement last night talking about how the gas is expected to be low because of him and his... Ability, um, so yeah, keep an eye on it. Uh, I think there's rumor of Galaxy Flight Club or Fight Club partnership as well, which um, I think is super cool. So um, yeah, I agree. It's definitely a different project than Divine Wolves, and um, I'm I'm hoping the best for it. So yeah, I actually yeah. Just wrote down a note for us to like actually talk about Space Yetis. It's probably one that we've been neglecting a little bit too much. I think it warrants uh, at least a bit of a discussion on the show for sure. I'll get in there and cool. try to get an interview for these guys. I'm sure they want some uh, some publicity. I'll start. Yeah, and to and, their and they. Yep, and they really are a great team. Like just like being there since like the whole Winter Elves thing, and um, they're definitely loyal and, and care about the community and the project that they're making. So, awesome. cool guys. I got to head into work, but thanks again for another great show. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, sorry. Thanks, Hopefully, we didn't make you late. Oh no! Even if you did, it's worth it. It's whatever. <laughs> <Love> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, dude. All right. If anybody else wants to uh, put their hand up and join us up on stage, we're probably just coming into the last five minutes of the show and then we'll start wrapping it up uh, from there. These invisible friends mint. I'm seeing invisible friends now everywhere. I'll tell you, I I loved this art and I wanted them badly. I could not hang in that discord. Oh, Ecclesi's going to tell us. Come tell us real quick if they minted already. I see you guys wearing them as PFPs. they do, they do not mint until end of January, um, but oh, I spent, I spent like a whole day putting together um, some fan art, and I actually got retweeted and got whitelist. Yeah, very um, good, man. Yeah, I'm glad, man. So awesome. I'm like, I'm I'm super happy because like I really wanted to be a part of a project that um, has like more of a brand and more of like a meaning behind it. And I think there's just so many ways that you can take invisible friends from like you know people who you know, growing up with imaginary friends, they might view it like that or like, you know, people who just don't feel seen um, in the world and feel invisible. I think there's just like a ton of avenues that you can take this project. These are going to work. I mean, they, they just remind me of species and alien friends and like, 
they're great. The doodles, they have that doodles vibe, right? I mean, that's, they, they look great. So cool. Cool. All right, guys, yep. I got to go to work. Thanks, man. Totally, appreciate that. Totally just picturing <laughs> Ecclesi like about to get out of his car. And then like, Did they say invisible friends? Like, hey, the fan of Hannibal. What's yeah. another project he's in? Let's mention it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, I think on that note, we'll probably wrap it up. Um, if there's anything you want to talk about first. Yeah, just a ghost. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard tonight. That is going to be uh, a launch spaces on Twitter. Pan- on Twitter yeah. for Pantone Life. I'll be talking about it throughout the day on my Twitter. So stay tuned and good luck at the tables. Yeah, good luck, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, again, just wanted to apologize. Anybody looking forward to the uh, tax conversation, we will have a rescheduled date. Um, and there will be lots more to come on that. We are pretty committed to just giving you all as many resources as you can to uh, to succeed in this space and, and you know, make the best go of it you can. Uh, obviously, playing within the, the rules of the uh, local tax laws is important in that as well. So um, be on the lookout for announcements on that. Uh, other than that, we are going to be... Yeah, yeah, talking to ghosts tonight at 9 p.m. on Twitter. Make sure you tune into that. If you were late for any of our shows or need to ca- catch up on past episodes, as always, on YouTube and Spotify. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube page, um, please do. Uh, we are putting all of the content that we we have up on there, including recorded Twitter spaces, uh, some of the interviews that we've done, and of course, all of the morning shows. And you can watch it live there with us now, too. Uh, I seem to be fluctuating between like one and four watch uh viewers live so it would be great to see some familiar faces on youtube as well um but other than that yeah thank you so much good luck at the tables today and we'll uh, we'll catch you again tomorrow morning